Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper. Yep, and call of my ancestors. Um just wanted to do some basic or speak on some basic information and experiences that um, I am going through here in Colorado. Oftentimes my experiences become shared experiences with other people. So just the other night, and I've been, I've noticed an uptick in this and maybe it's because of my hair or something that's even more, it's even increased, but I've been noticing an uptick of people thinking I want to like rob their car, take their car, take something out of their car. Now, although we have a lot of external things going on beyond America, we have, there's always inter-warfare happening and political uprisings and things like that. But what I'm doing is I'm scaling our conversation down to just some basic everyday interactions. And the reason that's significant is because if you were to combine a lot of people's basic experiences and you were to formulate a body from that, that body would be speaking a common language and that common language would sound a lot like inequality. Okay. So, and just straight, you know, just straight up ignorance. So I went to deliver some of my product to a customer and I was in a neighborhood that is considered to be part, it's called Park Hill. Um, this particular community is, uh, or we would call it the east side, is very dear to me. And it has been regentrified as this is like a common, you know, very common conversation that people talk about is regentrification. And so, um, anyway, I'm going up to my car, like I'm actually getting some stuff out of my car and mind you, it's nighttime. I'm in this neighborhood. I'm not driving a raggedy car, but it doesn't matter because some idiot where my car was parked, wherever my car was parked at, um, thought I was like some hood, somebody from the hood and I'm in their community and now it's time to make sure all the car doors are locked. And it was a raggedy looking SUV. It wasn't even like some new, some type of new, you know, Audi or, you know, RAV4 or whatever. It, it was like a some old or a Lincoln. It was some old car, you know, and I'm, you know, it wasn't something I would have wanted to steal in the, in the first place. So to me, when people are, are being ignorant, just like this woman who pulled out this Molly, Molly McButter pulled out knowing like you see this car coming, but you're going to pull out and go slow because you're privileged in your brain. And I've been seeing, um, I'm just calling out these behaviors because I'm tired of it and I'm not the only one going through this kind of stuff, you know, um, yeah, we, we have, yeah, we have the Roe versus Wade, but what about, man, just basic, you know, common sense and, and, and people treating black women with some damn respect. 
until America gets that correct, guess what? There's always going to be calamity. Now, am I talking about the hood black women or Latinos or Latinas or whatever, white women that are act hood? I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about black queens who are dignified, who deserve respect. You know? And um, it's just getting on my nerves. So I thought I would do a little a little rant about that. Um, you know, this other rant I have is... it's. I feel like it's really interesting when a woman is speaking. Rather, you're inside of a synagogue. Whether you're inside of an auditorium. Or whether you're inside of somewhere. There's going to be airs of disrespect floating in the atmosphere. I mean, maybe if you're at an all, you know, women's conference. And I'm speaking about this because it's just getting really old. And I think it's really interesting when we start to really examine um, gender and race. But if we if we were just to, to look into gender, we've got some real problems. Because when it comes to gender, any woman can be under attack any woman no matter what race you are can can really you know be like left in the dust left in the dust when it comes to opportunities financial opportunities and even boardroom meetings and actually being able to um to make solid solid decisions for others the reason why this is important to me is because we have some women that are supporting the patriarchy oh my god this feminist and call me what you want i don't go by any any sort of titles or any of that what does supporting the patriarchy mean it means if you're that quote-unquote woman and you know that another woman is going through subjugation it could be abuse. It could be any kind of form of discrimination. And rather than having, you know, empathy and a shared experience that allows you to see justice scales, you know what you do because you have low self-esteem? You, you start to side with the men in the room. And not all the men, by the not all men support the patriarchy. I meant to tell you that. Not all men, that's not, that is not true. But women that support the patriarchy, like you're the reason why the the matriarchal system collapsed. It was because you decided to give away your own power and your own voice in return for hoping to be accepted by, by men in your life, whether it's Dade or whether it's Uncle James or whether it's your boyfriend, Chad or Kevin, whoever it is, you chose to, um, you chose to give up your voice, give up your light, give up your power in order to be accepted. How many women support the patriarchy in this world? How many women will actually turn their back on another woman who's in need of support in order to, you know, support the patriarchy of his own agenda 
Now, as a young person, a young woman, because I'm transparent, guess what I did? I supported the patriarchy. I, I wasn't always a woman that really understood, and I, I'm much more mature 20 years later, but as a young woman, I was too busy hoping to get accepted by men, you know, hoping to get attention, you know, at the, at the weight of hurting another woman, you know, so luckily that I grew out of that, but I know that many other women currently do that. Now, I have a little bit of mercy on young women, but when you become older and you know right from wrong, you, you, you've, you've had experiences, you've gone through all of these different things, um, you know, you've gone through all of these different experiences, you ought to know better. You know, and when we see this type of patriarchal system in the work show up in the workplace you know women will support that patriarchy to keep their jobs to get a raise they know that sex is power women know that sex equals power in this world so what do you have to do to get promoted some of you you know how many corny jokes do you have to laugh at just to please your boss and how many late night work work sessions have you had to have just to make sure your boss is happy with you okay so then when the new hire comes in when the new temp temp woman or whoever it is comes in you feel threatened because you've had to either a sleep with your boss or B, have this kind of pseudo relationship where it's it's kind of like a work relationship, like you're you're his work wife. You ever see that kind of stuff in the office? I've had people even make jokes about it. So you have a work wife and a work husband. So when some new person comes into the environment, particularly a woman, or it could be a man. Come into this environment, guess what happens? The the woman who had to bend over pretty much, sacrifice her voice, her talents, just so her boss would look at her boobs, look at her body, um, not even really respect her brain. And now you feel threatened because somebody new has stepped into the space. When you've had to assert yourself, and it doesn't always have to be sexual, but when you've had to constantly prove yourself to your employer, whether it's a, it could be an employer, a head of an organization, board of directors, it could be a lot of different um, levels of power. When you are in that scenario, you know, you, some women don't necessarily sleep with anyone but they're constantly carrying baggage they're like wearing three different hats they have this crazy workload they're doing all these things okay just to be accepted and to prove themselves to their boss so when the new hire starts guess what happens that's when the fire starts 
that's when you become a different person. Now you become an abuser to the new hire because you don't like them. You feel like your position is threatened. You give them more work to do. You make up lies about them to, to your boss. Or you, you basically talk trash and making it a very uncomfortable, unsafe environment for the employee. Okay, you are the woman that has a pow- the power to pivot change, but instead you gave up your power and chose to sit down. You were so scared of Uncle James and Daddy, and you have these unresolved issues to the point where now you're in a leadership position And because you haven't worked out your childhood trauma, you are reenacting that childhood trauma day in and day out in the workplace. Typically, childhood trauma will show up between the ages of 30 and 40 years of age. You know, um, I think that the fact that women, some women, I've seen this. They're in leadership positions. They feel like they have to be aggressive. They feel like they have to come across tough. And all of these things to to be compatible with their male counterparts and to, and to show and prove themselves by being tough, like tough like a man and, and, and this and that. Well, let me tell you, if you step into your own power, you'll realize that no matter what gender you are there is a toughness that that can come out of you in a in a way doesn't but when you start saying or putting certain you know gender um, attributions to certain things then you're limiting yourself but I've seen women walk around like oh yeah that's right I'm tough as tough as ice yeah I'm the head God, macho, chacho. I'm the one doing the damn thing. What, 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 what you talk about, Willis? Or, or you have the, the woman who is subtly tough, but wears certain provocative clothing because she can to assert her feminine power and her sexuality in a space where, you know, men and maybe some women are going to go like, oh my God, oh. Oh, yeah, she's hot. Oh. And so you use that. But then once again, when somebody comes uh, into the workspace who may be smarter than you or may have certain characteristics that they bring to the table, you get threatened. You get threatened because you didn't do self-development work. When you paid so much attention to just the physical and not your mental stamina, your mental, um, you know, strength and attributes that you brought to the table, you, once again, you weakened yourself. You weaken your whole stance. You know, then there's the other woman, and this is the, the queens of the world, who are not afraid to be in, in their power, who are passionate, um, who stand up for justice, you know, they're the ones that will give you that extra two, three days off with paid time off, even though you ran out of time because your children were sick. They understand that you have to pick up your child from the daycare. 
instead of persecuting you, they, they acted as the matriarchal entrepreneurs and did uh, unto the matriarchal system, which is all about family, all about education, all about community, all about self-preservation, all about love. Okay. So I'm talking about a mixed set of different types of leaders. Which one are you? If you've been subjugated in your personal relationships, if your boyfriend beats beats you up, if you are asserting, if you're striving to find your voice and you can only find it at work, then I challenge you to go even further and, and, and try to find a sacred space to really heal. Because if you don't, you know, um, you as a woman, or if you identify as a woman or whatever the case is, you can really make your work environment very toxic. <clears throat> There's several layers that um, I'm going to dive into something that some of you may not want to hear. But this is a cold fact. There are, there are spaces where women are so subjugated that a straight man and a gay man and a woman who supports the patriarchy can all turn their back on the the woman the 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 woman who is actually about justice who's actually about change if the gay man straight man woman who supports the patriarchy they all have one thing in common and that is I don't really, I don't really care for what women have to say. I don't really respect women. Yeah. Yeah. All they do is yada, yada, talk, talk. Yeah. You know, whatever. I, I know all, all, all men really want to be gay. If like, if you're in, into this mindset of betrayal, you think it's funny. You're, you're arrogant. Cause you're like, you know, pumping up your, your species or your kind of people. Meanwhile, you're putting down other women. You're adding a toxic, unequitable, destructive energy into your work environment or whatever business dealings you're doing that is destructive. We cannot be in a situation where even so there's even women that beyond supporting the patriarchy, they really do hate other women. They, they don't even like themselves. And every time a beautiful woman walks in the room, they are just, they just get so angry. And because your self-esteem is wrapped up into your boss, into your colleague, you know, and you're treating your work environment like it's a, a relationship playground. You forgot you had a husband or boyfriend at home, somebody you're seeing. You, you, you go to work, you leave all that at home. And then you, you go into this new world while you're at work. And then it's, you're living like two lives. How many lives are people really living at work? You're a little flirty. You're a little this. You're a little that. You know, maybe you'll have an extra drink. Your wife doesn't know about it. Your husband doesn't know about it. Oh, you start having ha 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 friendly conversations. Late night drinks after work. You know, just, just all kind of foolishness. 
just all kind of just stupid trash. So when you have this type of situation occurring, um, you're in trouble. And going back to the patriarchy, the patriarchy is an imbalance in the universe. Things should there should not be the imbalance of of men really. It this is why the world is honestly just completely jacked up because of the leaders the ones in power are of the patriarchal system the patriarchal system does what puts women last how do we know this look around you are women paid equal wages hell no have women been in ever elected uh, to become president in the united states which is considered one of the world's wealthiest countries or influential countries no um, um, is it, is there free health care? No. Is there free daycare? No. There may be grants and discounts, but no. Um, is it difficult for women to take care of their children and work? Yes. Which is why a lot of women are staying at home. Men are staying at home too, to raise their children. It does not support men either. Men work in two, three jobs just to pay child care. What kind of system is this? It's a system that says, you know, I am the conqueror. I am above. I am above all. Men are the men. Amen. Let us pray. Amen. Amen. You know, like, honestly, think about these things. I have the power to rule. Okay, let's go look at the board of directors across the country. You, you you will see one token woman or maybe two, but the rest are what? Usually men. Not in every case. In 2022, really? So if we have an imbalance in our system at this extreme, then when we start to insert race, can you imagine how complicated that gets and how ugly it gets? When you start to include race in this entire fabric, things start to get extremely difficult. Because now that you have race in the equation, well, who is at the at the social hierarchy? Who would that be? Okay? We all know the answer. White men and white women. And then everyone else follows after that. So that's why I challenge white women today in this discussion. If you are of the patriarchy, meaning you decide to say, oh, I'm going to apply for a certification for, um, I'm going to apply for the women and minority owned business certification. So that way I can be counted like a minority when it comes to getting contracts through the city and through the state and local level on federal level. But you, you do that in acting like there's a big absence of help. Some white women are sitting here taking advantage of these resources when they have a husband that is making a ton of money. I know a woman right now, she doesn't even need any money. She's sitting on multiple acres of land 
and is trying to chase after these mini grants that don't even they're not more than fifteen hundred dollars but you're sitting on several acres in a million dollar home okay that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about so when white women when you guys do this you are support supporting a patriarchal system and the reason you do that is a you're greedy you're greedy you you were raised to be greedy some of you and that's all you know is that you're you have been indoctrinated in the in in this uh, conversation that you guys are entitled to the world's wealth and that you you are queen bee and every you're supposed to have all the money so you it's almost like a little scheme it's like ha 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 I'm a female-owned business. I'm a white woman. Ha ha, I just got this contract, but I didn't really need this. I got plenty of money in the bank. Now, there's some white women you're like, that doesn't apply to me. I don't even, you know, I'm I'm lesbian. I'm this. I I don't I divorced my husband. I'm on my own. I've been doing doing this all on my own. That's fine. Okay. I don't really the that that's a pity party that I do feel some type of sympathy, but you still know you have privilege. So stop, stop making excuses. Just say, I have privilege. I know plenty of white women that have admitted their privilege. Admit it because it's there. But when you start making excuses, I don't want to hear that. No one else cares either. Because the truth is, you'll be able to break a lease, break a mortgage, get out of certain situations 10 times more than a black woman. Let's just start there. Okay. Asian, you may be in a, in a better space than even a black woman. Latinas. So everything kind of follows suit. Um, sometimes you don't even know what race people are. They may be Asian, but they're black. They may be look black, but now you found out they're Irish. So you can't even just go by that. That's just race is this human social construct that was designed. I don't even... I don't even like talking about it, but I have to because it's causing so much unnecessary pain and heart and heartache for others. Okay. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Um, yeah, so this is a raw fact. I mean, supporting the patriarchy, women have to, and men, you please, not all men support the patriarchy, but women, you have a responsibility. If you're a white woman, and I know some good white women, I know some bad black women, I know good and bad people, but if you're in a, a, in a position of power, why not say, you know what? Okay, I, I'm, I'm getting my women and minority-owned certification, you know, even though I know I'm really not that, but... I'm going to make sure that not only do I hire people of color, but I promote them to management at an equal level as I would anyone else. That's what you do to make up for that. Go ahead and get your that certification. You're probably going to be the one that wins the opportunity at the end of the day, unless there's a joint venture going on, you know, but and you still may be the prime of your company or might be even a white man being the prime in terms of the one that that holds that type of money or that that type of business revenue that's what i'm talking about but do the right thing but supporting the patriarchy 
of, you know, lying, um, pretending to be broke, acting so spoiled and privileged. When you guys act like that in public, like the Karens of the world, it, or, you know, and just like yesterday, for example, with my grandmother driving down the street, this, you know, this neighborhood that was regentrified and where I, st- I stopped on the white line, but I was covering up the walk lines. So this white woman with her dot, her poodle, you know, like she's, she's talking trash. T- like I owe her something like she's mad because where I was parked on the line and she's trying to cross the street with her dog. And she says something out of her mouth. And meanwhile, I'm actually whistling to a dove. I'm doing a dove call. So she thought like she was special. Like I'm whistling to her, like her and her dog are that special. I told her, I said, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the dove that's over there. And then she was still mad. So it's like those kind of attitudes of privileged are getting so old that I want to warn you guys, Karens and Kevins and people like you, you're only making things harder for your generation. That is a patriarchal move when you don't care about other people, when you don't support family, when you don't support community, when you don't support um, self-development, when it's all about you, when you are the dominant, you're the one on top, there's no equilibrium. That is a patriarchal system. There are men that are sick and tired of that patriarchal system. There's men that love their wives. They love their daughters. They love their mothers. They want to be heroes and protectors. And they are forced to to be a part of this. Not every man feels good that they're getting paid more than the woman that some women they know bust ass. In fact, when it's set up that way, it creates low self-esteem. It creates insecurity because you may be making 80 grand a year or 90 grand because you're a man and you're getting paid $20,000 more than your counterpart. But now you're really threatened because your counterpart, those uh, women or a couple of women in your department run circles around you. They're smarter than you. Actually, they may even have more degrees than you. So now you're scared as to death about them. Uh, You're scared to death. Like, oh, are they going to bother me? Are they going to, you know, get promoted? So this is how, and what I'm trying to break down is this is how workspaces begin to collapse um, when there's when there's inequality within the workspace it, it, it yields insecure managers insecure people period all right so women once again as I close out be true to yourself be true to your bloodline you know be true to who who you are stop acting like this stop acting like you don't care about other women because at the end of the day if women are not united if we are not working together I don't give a damn what gender you identify as if that collective front is divided so will the human race and the lifespan that we have on this planet will also be divided okay so thank you so much everyone and uh 
I'll be back with some more. I'm just doing a lot of work um, and trying to figure out, do I keep this podcast going or do I switch it to something completely different? Um, I don't know. But in the meantime, that's a little bit from Mo. Talk to you soon. Bye.